Calling all ninjas. Calling all ninjas. It's time for Lime Ninja Radio. Hello, Lime Ninjas. This is Lime Ninja Radio, where we help you navigate confidently through your own personal Lime journey. Everybody's journey is different, and a cookie-cutter approach just won't work for Lyme disease. You need ninja skills. I'm your host and acupuncturist, McKay Rippey, and this is episode number 138 with herbal expert, Sarah Jernigan. Also, welcome with me to the studio, our show producer and the brains behind Lime Ninja Radio, Aurora. Hello, and in this episode, you will learn Dr. Sarah Jernigan's philosophy of using herbs native to where you live, her focus on healing the digestive system so the body can actually process herbal treatments, and the healing process she is writing about in her new book. Thanks, Aurora. Also, we have a special thank you for those ninjas who are helping us produce this podcast by subscribing at LimeNinjaRadio.com. You can help us for as little as $4 a month, and we really, 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 really appreciate it. The other thing I'm thinking about doing is offering a premium, and we haven't quite figured out what we're going to do for that, whether it's going to be a, a consultation, opportunity to consult, or maybe a little giveaway We'll see. Premium thing. We'll figure out something. So we'll announce that in the next week or so. In the meantime, Aurora, who do we have to thank this week? We'd like to thank Todd, Jeremy, Lillian, Jonathan, Gwen, JC, James, Joanne, Matt, and Adriana for subscribing to Lime Ninja Radio. Thanks so much, folks. Yes, thank you so much, especially because my dad still can't use his arm. Oh, yes. We need- <laughs> We'll save the update for after the show. We won't torture you with uh, what's going on there. But I'm doing some interesting things in terms of treatment and some things have really helped with the pain levels. And uh, if you want to hear about that, just uh, hang on after the interview with Sarah and I'll talk about it. All right. In the meantime, Aurora, tell us a little bit more about today's guest. All right. Dr. Sarah Jernigan is the co-founder of Jernigan Nutraceuticals, but now completely owns, harvests, and manufactures the herbal remedies. She graduated in 1995 as a doctor of chiropractor with a nutrition degree and has specialized in formulating and manufacturing herbal remedies for over 15 years. Thanks, Aurora. And here's our interview with Dr. Sarah Jernigan. Have you been? How have I been? Um, you know, I've had to. Um, there's so many things that like happened into the business. It's just like um, it was like really. I've only done this for so many years, and these things are happening. But what happened is, was that it's actually made me um, kind of split the business up. Where like I had Spectrum supplements um, do my international sales, so when people order, they don't have to wait three to four weeks to get my products. And who knows what taxes would be put on it, you know, or um, what if it would go through customs. And so, and so Spectrum supplements has been um, taking my my international orders and then and then I decided, you know, this is what they do. They ship they package and ship for many different companies and so I gave them all my retail sales. And so then um so anytime you come to my website you can you get shuttled to the site to order. 
and then they ship and package it. And then, um, and then it was just like, okay, and then this other company is going to handle all my wholesale, com- my wholesale sales. And, um, and then this company is going to be doing all my bottling. <laughs> so, so what that means, that leaves me, eventually it's going to leave me, um, to be able to be footloose fancy free. Um, cause I'm just putting parts of the business instead of hiring more employees and just giving parts of it to people who that's their job. That's what they do every day. So, um, so actually it's going to make it to where, um, it's just going to, um, well, one of the things that's always limited me was everybody goes, if you would do this, 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 you would have, um, this much sale. And I look at them, I'm like, going, do you not know who harvests these things and puts this <laughs> together? You know, it's yep. like, why do I want to have, you know, go crazy over, you know, that many sales? And plus, being mom was always important to me. And so I, so, I, you know, in my mind, I kept it to where I can handle it and still be mom. And But the oldest boy is a senior, and he's graduating, and he's he's going to be going to Montana in June. So mom is um, going to be, I have to be responsible for lunches and basketball games. <laughs> 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 you know, it's a new era. It is. So, the nest then, is getting empty, huh? Or being yeah, empty. Yeah. Yeah. And um um and so so it's so it's been good, but but you know, then there's just all these things like I, I send in, like spectrum supplements, takes for products and I don't think they realize how much they needed to inventory, you know, to handle it. And so it's been a little like um a, a little lag time for people to get their products. And then I would have like special deals for this person and this person. I'm like, oh yeah, oh no, so how do I fix that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So All the it's been details. a good chaos. It's going to be a good. It's a good chaos because it's going to make me be, you know, I'm not, I'm not tied down to the business anymore after this. So. So, so are, you, are, are you even going to be making the herbs, or are you? Farming that part out. No, too. I have to. I have to. That's that's the whole clincher to it all. You know that because um, you can't buy every. Almost everyone has an anchor that you can't buy, and so I have to harvest it. And um, and so it doesn't matter to me if I'm making five gallons or if I'm making fifty gallons. It's going to just be. Um, it's just all relational, you know? Yeah. So once I make the, um, once I make it in a, in a grander scale, when I did it here, I mean, when I, when, what I would do is just my own quality control is I made small batches. So, um, cause I had it one time where something happened and, and it ruined like 50 gallons, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, so it's easy. It was easier for me to just make small batches, and nothing ever stayed on the shelf. Right. And so it was. Um, I knew it was like consumed quickly, and um, so. But now, um, but now I, I'm. I can't do that. <laughs> so that's an interesting question. So, do tinctures have a shelf life, or? Um. 
it's uh, um, there is um, only if you open them up. Basically, if they're exposed to oxygen, yeah. Yeah, you know, and people like like to put, you know, when they put the dropper on their um, in their mouth and they touch it, you know. Okay. And and so, but um, um, the the apple cider vinegar is probably the one that will probably never ever go bad, you know, and because it's just all apple cider vinegar. Just that for some reason, um, the the alcohols will um, just like you can just smell them. They so just don't smell right. Mm-hmm. So, but but it's not. It's never even. And and the thing is, is it's all about. It just doesn't taste right. It just doesn't look right. You know. And but it it can always is because it just changed um, from when you're putting it together. Like it just, um, um, because they're, because they're just different. They're always just different. The plants are always different. It's like making wine. Right. It's not the best way I can explain it. Yeah. So, so that's why the challenge is, is to keep it looking the same. Mm -hmm. Basically. Now I know herbalists fall in and out of love. Well, not out of so much, but they, they get, they get enamored with, with different plants. And different parts of plants. So, what are you enamored with these days, herbally? Um, and about the plants. Yeah, and in in experimenting with with putting together new tinctures. What's out there on the horizon? You see, specifically with you know with Lyme disease type symptoms. Right. Um, So. That, I think that's what's going to be the um, the best part of me being freed up is that I um, is that I'll be able to formulate different ones, you know, mm-hmm. better. I mean, in a different aspects, and I'll get to be more creative. I did make a whole, and so I mean, like right now, um, it's like I'm the the plants are coming up and so um it's fun watching it's like okay now it's time for baptiza now it's time for trigopogon you know they pop up and you have to do it right now because they'll come and go you know yeah um but the compost plant which is the neuroantex formula they stay all summer so and um the mac um the i got long seasons for those and um which is good because this is my um top but but um, when I was in Australia, um, I so believed that with all the people that were that had Lyme, that um, I could find the plants um, and put it together like I put them to here with that country, you know, with those people and those plants, and I wouldn't have to like export it um, because I can if I can um, simulate the illness and then go and counteract and figure out what the um, remedies I need, the plants I need to create that formula to counteract that that frequency or that illness, um, I can go anywhere. And that's what I would love to do. I would love to, like, find the plants and the formulas in the country that those people are at because, you know, everybody's so different. And But what was interesting in Australia was they don't even have Everclear. 
And so it would be like a huge major uptaking just to get Everclear into the country so I can even extract um, the ethanol alcohol, um, just to even extract. So if I was to do it in Australia, I'd have to just pretty much purely do like apple cider vinegar extraction. And then um, because it would be such a huge governmental intake just to have that much um alcohol and so it's like okay well that shifts it <laughs> it sure does so, you know and and you can then, start distilling your own i suppose make some moonshine <laughs> i was at church and i was held up to somebody <laughs> they were like well i know somebody that can get um get you some everclear and sure enough you brought me a couple of pints you know of everclear <laughs> i was like <laughs> In a mason jar, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't, cause, uh, but I still didn't get to really use it. Um, my um, and my whole Australia trip got to be uh, refocused, but um, but it, I thought that was hilarious that I'm at church um, finding ways to um, get Everclear <laughs> So yeah, because it's a real simple process to make it, you know. It's just such a simple process, but anyway. So, it's, so tell me more about using native plants for like the Lyme disease in Australia versus here in the States. And is it mostly to get around the government kind of restrictions on importing things? Or do you think there's a benefit for having the the native, like you said, frequencies you know the the, the home base frequencies. Yeah. I think I think culturally everybody is different, and so um, so their bodies are going to be are just different. And so if you could get the plants, and it's a biblical truth too. It's just like it's just like for every illness there is the answer is just right there where you're at. You know, it's like they got ill in their country, so the answer has to be in the country. And so then it's just a matter of, like, um, it, you, I mean, goodness gracious, Australia is so well known for the um, the medicinal value of herbs and oils and there. But, um, but of course, then, that, then you go into, well, that's where the, um, the Aborigines and the witch doctors and everything and so that can't be valid. We have to go pharmaceutical, you know, that whole mentality. And, um, but the, it's just, a they have libraries of, of all these plants, all like categorized and, um, all over that country. So they know, but nobody, so it would be like you would have to like, um, get people like saying this is valuable this really works you know and which is what's happened you know for me being here for 20 years doing what I do you know it's like 20 years ago um you know I was considered a witch doctor voodoo doctor because I did herbs you know and worked with people but when people came in with a stack of these are all the tests I've had and these are all the remedies I mean all the medicines I've had it's like, what are you going to do, you know? And like, give them, you know, it's like they've already had it all. And um, so then slowly but surely everybody has seen how um, 
the that mentality in the Western medicine is failing them. And I mean, it's not. Of course, we only see the people that it failed for. You know, uh, we don't see the people that it worked for. Um, they had no need to find us, but so we only see the people that um, it's failed. Their bodies just didn't respond to Western medicine. That's so, so, that's so true. And uh, so, um, and you know, and when I was in Australia, um, the reason I was there is that I was working on a, um, a missionary boy. Uh, he um, he was from America, but um, and they were in Papua New Guinea, and he got sick. And so then they were in Australia, but the visa was running out, and the, they just lost faith in the he had Lyme, and um, and he lost faith in the hospital situation. And um, they were um, his stomach always hurt him, and and um, and so. I think that's when I got really to understand the importance of healing and feeling the gut and um, making sh- and so so it's like if we if we if we do remedies all the time and you are there's holes in your gut that are allowing the toxins just to go back into the bloodstream, you know, then it's like you might as you know, it's like you know it's like you have a really great car but there's holes in your hoses you know mm-hmm. and it's just not going to work mm-hmm. you know and so so i got really into knowing how to use other things like bone broth and aloe and um, probiotics and to really start focusing on you know let's let's stop poisoning ourselves just because our gut is so messed up and 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 um and anyway, so so I brought that back with me from Australia. It's like we really we really need to start here. You know, the remedies are great, but if it, if if we just keep going around and around in a circle because you got holes, you know, in your gut. Um, and so I know I know that everybody's been talking so much about. Um, paleo diets and um, bone broth, and but I really like Budwig, um, the protocol, because, again, it's back what? to what I believe in. What's it's the protocol? The Budwig, Budwig, What's... Johanna Budwig. Spell that, please. Uh, B-U-D-W-I-G. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not familiar with that. Oh, my gosh. You will so love this. Um, (laughs) I'm Googling it right now. (laughs) Okay, right. Okay, because Johanna Budwig, and um, because she got a um, Nobel Prize for she learned that when you put cork, what they call their cottage cheese cork, and you mix it like um, a two-to-one ratio with flaxseed oil, uh, when you blend that together... It creates the same energy as like the sunlight, and so it's not so much just eating, you know, cottage cheese and flaxseed oil. It's putting it together to create this energetic life force, and so then when you consume it, um, it, it, it it's able to go in and deal with all the pathogens, and um, and so she used it to deal with cancer, and um, so. Uh, so there's all kind of clinics that use the budget protocol. So 
once you blend the cork and the flaxseed a little together, you know, you can put your, your fruit and your granola and stuff on top of it and make it taste better. Put chocolate in it or something. I mean, a good um, um, chocolate of some sort. And, um, and, but then, and then, you know, she does like the LD oil, which is like, um, again, flaxseed oil where, um, you put it on your skin to bring in the vitamin D and it's just, um, so, but it's, it's the same, it's like paleo diet and, and you, and she believes in, um, well, she doesn't believe in bone broth, but she goes, she makes everybody go vegetarian, mm-hmm. but, um, um, but she'll do like vegetable broth, but I need that. I need, I need the, um, I need the bone to, I need the stomach to be healed, you mm-hmm. know? And, and, um, so, but she just takes it one step further with just that one little thing. And, and it just, um, it makes sense to me because again, cause you know, I do, I believe in putting that energy and frequency into your body, you know, so, and, um, and it's simple. Um, it's so- something everybody can do. And it it doesn't bother mixing with the flaxseed. Doesn't bother people who are sensitive to dairy. Uh, yeah, and so you can't because you can't really substitute it. You know, it's like people go, well, uh, you can use like maybe kefir or you know whatever. And um, I, I just, I mean, that's my opinion. I don't think you can substitute. I think you have to do that. And so you you just um, you probably if you are allergic to dairy, you probably just, I don't know. You, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Somebody would probably know, but I do know there's substitutions. People go, well, you can use this instead. Mm-hmm. And, but if it's all about energy, but see, they, they don't understand how, they don't understand the energetic part of the food. They just think, oh, well, you just substitute it. And, and yeah. I would think that you can't do that. You I think get something close, but it's not the same thing, right? Right. And flaxseed oil is really good for you anyway, you know, so it's not like you're losing out on, on any benefits of the flaxseed oil itself. But right. I just feel like you can't substitute for that energetic part of it. And that's just an opinion. There's no science behind my, my thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, it's not like I took it and I, I have a meter. <laughs> But, um, but anyway, so, so like when I'm making my eBooks, instead of just my remedies, I'm making it like a five-step, um, protocol. And, um, so trying, and, and, and people are now receptive, uh, to, um, to that if you're going to do this, you just can't just take the remedies. And, but my, my remedies are such where, um, it, I mean, I refer anybody to always just test out the remedies and get it specially formulated to you. I, that's always number one. But I can't see those kind of people all the time. They don't know how to find those kind of people. So with the new bundles, it's like, okay, we're gonna like work out, and we're gonna deal with the, we're gonna deal with the lime, we're gonna deal with the mold, we're gonna deal with the fungus, we're gonna deal with the viruses, we're gonna deal with the uh, microbiogen. I'm mean, not the microbiome, um, the, the bacteria. And we're going to deal with the toxins, but at the same time, we can't just like totally drain you 
and we have to keep your so your body is so tired it can't even work so we got to keep that um that energy level up so it can work but it's like but if i release all this stuff out of you and you're not getting the stuff out of your body you know and so there's a huge protocol in detoxing you know so it's like you're just going to feel awful and so and then and then i just and then like step five is all about what are you thinking about? You know, it's like, are you just sitting in bed, you know, watching soap operas all day long? You know, I mean, what, what's going on to your head? And, um, and, and, um, and, you know, if I, I think, um, I really would love it if people would go, you know what, I'm really sick. And so instead of just, um, um, sit here and say, oh, well, it's me. Well, gosh, why don't you just take some time and just um, um, write letters to people and bless them, you know? It's like, if this is what you need, why don't you take that time while you're in bed and you can't do anything and just sit and and bless other people. I'm praying about you. I'm thinking about you because it's like then you're sowing seeds. You know? And it's like, so to me, that's, like a very important step in healing is like if you want something, you you sow it, you know, into other people, even though you don't feel very good, you know, or that, like that reminds you, me. You know, yeah, that reminds me of a study that was done many years ago now about uh, nursing homes and preemies. So they they brought uh-huh. nursing home residents to massage preemies because they 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 were available and had time on their hands. And of course, the preemies gained weight like they expected. What, the, but what they didn't expect was that also the nursing home residents improved, and they stopped taking some of their medications, and their quality of life scores improved as well. So there is very something very healing about giving, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. And so, so that's what. So it's like, yeah. So it's like, and so what are you thinking? You know, I listen to audio books. You know, if I'm that always have a purpose or I'm always watching a movie that always has a purpose. Um, cause I, I'm not sick. I just don't have time <laughs> to waste, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I even see this, um, I mean, anyway, it doesn't. And so that's important in the healing process. And you have, it's like, you have to think, what are you thinking about? And in my book, I even told, it's like, you know, um, Samantha lives in Dallas, and so her commute's like 30 minutes. And so she just takes that 30 minutes to learn German, you know, <laughs> instead of, and then, you know, there's time. And and we, like, I'll put a book in, and um, um, and I go grocery shopping listening to things. I've watched a lot of basketball games listening to things, you know? <laughs> it's like... I mean, I can I can watch and yell and yeah. see what's going on, but I'm 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 you know. So th- um, that's your son, that's your son's basketball, right? Right, right, <laughs> right. And so and it's probably good because I'm that I tone myself down and like this is not reality, <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I listen to something else. But I'm constant, and so. So when time is available for me to speak about something, then, you know, it's like, you know, I, I just learned about that. Or I just studied about that, you know, and, and 
so that's like so in my ebook that's like step five so so it's like step one is like like dealing with the the gut and all the different ways you can heal it and there's so much information out there so my point about my ebooks is try to keep it real simple to where this is what you do and then from here once you establish this then you know now you're going to be able to hear and receive from other things you know from other you know a very i mean i i listen to all your pod not all but a lot of your podcasts and i'm like oh my gosh this person is so well educated and knows why would they want to listen to me (laughs) (laughs) it's like listen to them you know so i feel like my thing is to try to keep things simple and just like you know, because it's so overwhelming of of any kind of illness you have, and it, so so it absolutely can be. And the simple things are so easy to drop out. Like we can get, you know, tracing down, trying to find the one correct herb or herbal, herbal formula or homeopathic formula, and then we we mm-hmm. forget that we haven't slept in two years. Right, you know? right, right. And so there's like. Uh, you know, it's time. I go, I should add that to my ebook. And I go, no, 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 don't, you know, don't. <laughs> you know, it's just like, cause it is just like when you talk to me, you know, I'll tell you about, like, oh, well, maybe you guys need to have magnets. And I go, I should put that in my ebook. And they're like, no, I can't because it just gets overwhelming, you know? Yeah. And so, so we can add to it, you know, as things progress. So, so step one is all about just healing and sealing the gut. And and it's not maybe all the answers, but it's a way to start. And then and then step two is with all the detoxifying ways to do to get it out of your body. And then step three is the remedies. And there's like um, uh, I want to say eleven, you know. And so that's a lot of remedies, but it's all about um, rotating it so the pathogens don't understand what's going on. And the body's just like, I just thought of this. It's just like uh, you're in acupuncture, how, you know, the clock mm-hmm. and how your organs yep. um, are hotter at different times of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's the same way. So it's just like, so if you, if you take remedies that switch throughout the day, then it's like your body focuses on a certain aspect and um, not... And 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 then and then the way I see it is like it's war with those microbes inside your body. So they if you if you keep it all the same, then they get used to it, and then they switch and they um, make it they they become resistant because they don't want to die. And right. So that's the same so, idea of so, rotating antibiotics and mixing things up and like that. Right. Yep. Right. Right. And then um, except for antibiotics, they override the body. Right. You know, not, we right. want to get the body to do its job. <laughs> and so, and then step four is things you can buy that I, you know, that if you just bought it at your home, that it would probably help speed up the healing process. And then you probably could maybe eliminate going to a doctor's office. Or if you finally did, like go somewhere like the Hansa Center or to you or something, then they don't have, you don't have to start at ground zero. You know, and then step five is all about what are you thinking? You know, what are you, here's some ideas, things you can be putting in, you know, changing, um, changing because it's, it's, it hurts to 
be sick. It just, you know, you just lose your brain. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm just, all I know is like, I, I, can't, I don't feel good, you know? And so it's just suggestions like, well, ah, just click here, listen to this, you know, click here, listen to this. And, and then, um, and then after you guys, you get this established and, um, when, when you have podcasts and people say, Hey, how about this? And it'll be like, Oh, then it's just like one more thing to kind of add in, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's the whole purpose of my ebook <laughs> is trying to not say how how much I know, and just like, but but try to keep it like, like if you just start here, you're gonna be, you know, you're gonna go be so much farther off, and then, so that's what I've been doing lately. There's, it's funny. There's a, a Taoist tradition, which is essentially, uh, and Lao Tzu is the, the father, the philosophical father of Taoism. And we're speaking about Taoism here as the philosophy rather than the religion. And, uh-huh. and he, one of his big tenets is, is to know less and less. So he, he says smart people are learning something new every day. He said a wise person forgets something every day. <laughs> it's yeah. it's really true. You know, and it's, so it's that's, yeah, it's, it's, what, Go ahead. What happens is you get so overwhelmed and you don't do anything. Yes. You know? Exactly. And and the whole idea is you you um you, you know. I was reading an article about a a new drug that uh, is coming out and and the purpose of the drug is 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 really important and what they're focusing on is their benefits for exercise that it changes us genetically and makes pathways more efficient we you know we burn fat more efficiently we utilize blood sugar more efficiently and don't tend to get diabetic but there's some people who just physically can't exercise so they're looking for right. exercise in a pill so to, can we change these you know turn on these genes and so they found this one substance that's interesting and it's, it's it had some interesting effect in mice. But what they found is that this one drug affects 934 different genes. It's like wow. that. So, I mean, that's just one substance, one simple, mm-hmm. well, I'm not going to say a simple substance, but one substance and it's changing 934 different genes. And how, how do you sort that out? And, I'm, you know, granted they have computers and everything like that, but talking about the complexity of the whole thing. So, you know, in some ways talking about staying simple and talking about energy, which is, mm-hmm. I think, a shorthand for saying, okay, here's the patterns that we see, you know, how the complexity. Yeah, comes energy pattern. is such a, energy is such a bad word, but it's the only word we can use. You know, it's like in the Bible, we, in English, we say love. But when you convert that into, you know, the Greeks have all different ways you say love. And and so for us, energy is, doesn't really explain it, but that's just kind of our way we say it. Yes. You know? It's a terrible translation from the Chinese. And I know, and I know in the Western traditions, uh, energy can mean lots of different things, too. In the Chinese, the word is qi, and there's no direct mm-hmm. translation, so we call it energy. But if you go mm-hmm. even through the Chinese text, somebody did this. They found that there were 32 different ways that chi was used. So it's kind of like the Eskimos in snow. 
Like they had wow. lots of different words for snow. So the Chinese had, had lots of different words. I'm sorry, lots of different ways that they use the, the single term chi. And again, there's, there's no direct translation. So the, the Chinese right. character for chi, we're going to go a little tangent here is okay. so they're, they're pictograms. So the Chinese words are little drawings. So if you trace back through history, they become more and more realistic and kind of today they're, they're very abstract, but the, the character for chi is a rice pot with a grain of rice inside it and a lid and the lids kind of bubbling up and down. So there's, you know, if you ever cooked rice and the steams come out and kind of leaks mm-hmm. over the side and makes that gooey stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there's a fire mm-hmm. underneath the pot making this all happen. So this idea of matter of fact, when, when the Jesuits first went to China way, way back when, and were doing, you know, writing the first dictionaries, they thought that character meant steam, but there's something about cheese. So it's, you know, rice is the foundational idea of food. In, in, in Chinese culture. So there's something about food. There's something about transforming a grain. You can't eat rice without cooking it, but there's something about cooking rice that unleashes some vital force that all of a sudden now is nourishing. Right. So mm. that's, so some, somewhere in there <laughs> is this concept it's a whole big of energy. Picture. Yeah. It's a whole big picture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, back to that antibiotic that, that it, um, affects all the, or the, that drug with the, that's how I see my compost plant. Um, it's like, I am just, it's here, this one simple plant, you know, and, um, and the reason it's called compost is because the Indians, um, used it when it, when it, when it, when it go north and south, um, the leaves are spread out wider. When it's, um, like facing at different directions, the leaves are, are tight in. Really? And, and yeah, so that's, so that's why, um, it's called compost plant. And, um, so it's got that magnetic kind of thing about it, you know, um, aspect of it. But it's just one of those plants where I marvel at what it does. Because there's one plant, um, it is, it's just crazy how, you know, like, like, uh, these people in Australia, they're, vet, they're veterinarians and stuff, and they just love just the psyllium, which is the compass, because they have young kids with, it deals with teasing, and I keep saying it's a great painkiller. You know, you put it topically on sprained strains, broken ribs, or whatever, cracked ribs, and it takes away the pain, and, and you, and it gets rid of, um, but it's like an analgesic and it, and it helps with, um, poison ivy and it just dries that up. And I know from a fact, I, I get it bad. And, and, um, but it's just like, it's a great teething pain, you know, but it also, it, it helps with the, um, stabilizes the blood sugar. And, um, it, it, we figured it out how it works with like melanoma. But we don't see those kind of people, so it's not like a big deal for. I mean, but it did, and um, but it's the main anchor that helps with everybody help remove the ammonia and the toxins out of the body. So when people go to me and they say, um, I mean, they'll come up with really creative ways to use it. I mean, they use it on their chickens, they use it on their cats and their dogs. And oh, one person used it for. Um, uh, their, their, their donkey got bit by a poisonous snake. And, um, so she used the neuroantitoxin. It's usually, usually her dad. And, and the neuroantitox formula saved the donkey from, and there's just countless other, um, snake bit things about, um, that they use the neuroantitox formula. And, and I'm just marvel 
how this one plant <laughs> just does this, you know, and so when people, uh, so I'm actually more surprised most of the time when people tell me what they use the products for, all of them, <laughs> and they're just like, oh yeah, we use it for this, and you know, and, and, um, and so, so, so the concept is already in the plants of that, you know, because people will go to me, well, can I use it for this? And I was like, you have no idea how broad spectrum this is. Your body will take what it needs. Um, so and, just for my uh, education here, what part of the plant do you use? The entire herb? That or? one I, that one I just use the leaf. Just the leaf. Okay. And, uh-huh. And, um, I love the, uh, if I had my way, I would love to use the flower and use the make the oils from it. And so the the flower is very nice. But I didn't need to leave for that. I don't use the roots for that one. And so, so um, well, well, just, let, yeah. Let, let's let's start wrapping things up here. Um, you've been very generous with your time, as always. And I always love having conversations with you because, you you know, you said earlier that why would people want to listen to me? Well, you have so much knowledge buried in there that you, you've forgotten more than most people know <laughs> about herbal medicine. <laughs> so it's it's always a pleasure listening to you. Now, where can people get hold of this ebook that you're talking about? Um, they can go to the... Um, jnutra.com website, which is the J-N-U-T-R-A.com. And um, what I made it to be um, is that you can download the PDF because people like to hold things in their hands, okay? But I made it to where I, and this is what took me so long, is to try to put it in a blog format to where they can have it on their phone and when they're at the grocery store, they go, how do I make Oreos? You know, what was it that was in there? And they can click on um, a button and it would say what how the recipe was. Or if there are the detox baths or um, their, um, or, you know, it's like, what remedies am I supposed to buy? Where's the bundle? You know, so I'm trying to get it to where it's in a, uh, a structured blog with the step one, step two, step three, so they can find them easy without having to scroll down 30-some pages to figure it out and or flip through pages. So, and and then uh, Spectrum Supplements will also have the book, too, okay. on their site. Cool. And and, uh, and, uh, there, and I split it up to three, so I'm going to have to try to tell you everything I knew in one. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you know, just still just trying to keep it real simple if I can. I even broke it down to where if you were at work and at 7 a.m. you do this, at 7.30 you do this, at 8 o'clock you do this, you know, so so there was a, um, you could follow a pattern. Not to say that it's rock, you have to do it that way, but just help. Right, if, if, right if, so you don't have to create your own protocol. You have one made up for people. Mm. And, right. and if people are looking for your tinctures, can they still go to your website or do they have to go to a new site to order? Um, if you go to my website, then you will get diverted to Spectrum Supplements. And, um, but they get free shipping and, um, and there's also other products because I know my products are the only thing people buy. So really? there they can, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so if I need their vitamin C or their protein shakes or, or whatever, at least Spectrum Supplements carries a bunch of other companies. So you can put it all together in one order, you know. So again, trying to simplify it for them, you know. Well, Sarah, thank you so much. Yes. You're so welcome. And um, yeah, it's always, I hate it that we have to talk to each other on this situation. We need to just call and just chat. <laughs> and I can learn about tea and rice. Okay, good. We should do that. That was a great episode with Dr. Jernigan. It's been, it's great to see what she's been up to for the past few years. You know, Dr. Jernigan was our third episode, number three. Number three. Trace. Incredible. It's it's time has flown since then. And she is such a delight to talk to and so passionate about the gathering of herbs and the real craft of making herbal tinctures and on a small craft level. And I think that's so important because t- tinctures really aren't designed for mass market. They need to be crafted lovingly by people who understand the landscape and where to collect the healthy plants and how to not uh, take all the plants from an area so that they can't grow back and that they're sustainable or this is that they're sustainably harvest. So there's so much goes on into making a tincture like that. So when you buy something that's been mass produced, it's being produced on a farm and using farm techniques and it may or may not have all the essential oils in it, all the active compounds at, at high amounts. So really somebody like Dr. Jernigan who lovingly collects, researches, uh, develops and formulates these herbal tinctures is really a treasure and her stuff is effective. I've used it myself and I know other people who use it quite quite regularly and get great results from it. So it's just a lot of fun to talk to somebody so knowledgeable about herbs. With that said, if you like what we are doing here at Lime Ninja Radio, we'd appreciate if you would support our efforts by subscri- by subscribing. Go to LimeNinjaRadio.com and you will see the subscribe button under the featured episode. Thanks, Laura. I also promise you that I'd give you an update on my arm, what I think is a Lyme flare-up. Well, Lyme and friends flare-up. I'm not sure it's actually Lyme disease that's flaring up. I don't think it's a reinfection. I really don't. There's no evidence of that. I know that doesn't mean a whole lot. Uh, we do have lots of tall grass around here, and I have been out in our pasture a little bit. So it is possible that I got reinfected. However, the way it came on, it seems so much more like a, a viral attack, something much more like Bell's palsy. So I, I'm, I'm thinking it's more on the viral side of things. I did get bit with a tick and had the bullseye rash 12 years ago. So that's, you know, always possible that the, the Lyme has been reactivated by stress and so forth. I think the causative effects were two bouts of food poisoning within the past year. I've been reading up on how food poisoning episodes can really disrupt your gut biome and the health of the small intestine. And maybe, maybe I'm thinking that was it. My first one was from a local restaurant, uh, had some wings and some salad there and something wasn't right and had a miserable night. And, and that was about six, seven months ago. And then I followed up on my trip 
to Thailand. We got I got food poisoning. I was the only one uh, from a food cart vendor uh, down by Phuket, and uh, that was a miserable airline flight. Uh, we're going back to Bangkok, and uh, the the airline stewardesses were very kind. Let's just put it that way. So, you know, you put that all together, you put some stress, you put some lack of vitamin D with the deep, dark winter, probably the stress of the travel, the stress of going from very warm weather to very cold weather, blah, blah, blah. And then the stress of being a competitive lacrosse. Yes, and then the, <laughs> the stress of a very competitive and fun lacrosse season. But the more success you have, the more stressful each game. It's actually easier to lose. Yeah. Because at that point, it's just no fun, but there's no stress. You're just kind of miserable. Um, but winning brings lots of stress because then each game means more and more and more. Anyway, so we all have stresses in our life, and that was my particular stress the last time. And it just, my feet got cold. I got really chilled, and I really think it's a viral thing. So I'm doing the Cowden Protocol. Um, I am figured out how to put myself to sleep. I put on reruns of NCIS, <laughs> and somehow that puts me to sleep within about 20 minutes. Um, something about the banter or the patter, <laughs> the rhythm of the talking puts me right to sleep. And I'm also using uh, LED man's uh, 850 nanometer and combination with 660 nanometer. So that's an infrared wavelength and a red wavelength, and the combination really soothes the pain. And I find that um, if I do that while I'm watching television, I can fall asleep, and I'll put it on my shoulder, I'll put it on my back, I'll put it on my arm, and it just calms the nerves down. It's really been quite incredible how that's worked. I've also started up the Cowden Protocol, and I'm up to 20 drops in the the what the antiviral and the antibacterial herbs as well as of course the detox herbs that are involved with that and lastly aurora's been helping with we've been doing wet some cupping. wet cupping hooray for wet cupping <laughs> and that's a euphemism for bleeding and it's not a whole lot of blood that's involved and what happens with these infections is your blood hypercoagulates so there's a lot of fibrin in this blood and it just doesn't flow smoothly through the capillaries, I think. So what happens is you you pull this thick blood out, and it really just congeals. I mean, it turns oh, it's into so gross. it looks like a blood slug. Yeah, it, it really is something incredible to see. And as opposed to when the blood is healthy, there's a little clotting involved, but not much at all. When when you're sick, the clotting is incredibly thick. So we've been doing that, and that seems to also really dampen down the pain levels. Uh, quite a bit as the the evening wears on. The other thing that's interesting is one of the things that actually makes me feel really good, including reducing the pain level, is coffee. It's very strange, but my morning coffee within a half hour, well, actually less than that, 20 minutes of taking that, uh, really dampens that. I don't quite understand that. In Chinese medicine, coffee is a cold herb, so maybe it's cooling the inflamed nerves. I'm not sure what's going on, but it really has a, a remarkable calming effect on the pain. And lastly, we made a liposomal C remedy, so I'm taking high doses of vitamin C. And with the liposomal C, you can get your blood C levels up quite a bit. And if you're really diligent, almost as much as an IV drip of C or an IV push of C. So that's kind of what we're doing right now. There's been 
really no progress in the movement of the arm, the strength of the arm. Uh, I'm learning to live with it and learning to manage it better and starting to get some sleep. So I'm not quite as miserable as I was the past two weeks. Nope. Only mildly miserable, right? Yeah. Well, it's, it's better than it's, you can tell, you can tell that he's able to manage his pain. Let's put it that way. Yes. Okay. So that's the update for this week. Uh, what else do we got? Oh, how could I forget? <laughs> this podcast, you longtime listeners know already, could not be complete unless we left you with the Lime Ninja fact of the day. Did you know ninjas don't tie knots? They win them. <laughs> Ninja Radio is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized medical advice for any individual's specific situation. Each individual's medical situation is unique, and Lime Ninja Radio should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized medical advice. Lime Ninja Radio is not licensed to render medical advice and should be considered simply the public opinion of Lime Ninja Radio and its guests. Recommendations on specific treatment options are not intended to address any listener's particular medical situation. As always, contact your physician before considering any new treatment.